Hello, traveler. Please, have a seat while I tell you the tale of the Prismatic Guard. Starring Abby O'Neill as the combustible and often confused tiefling alchemist, Flint Therai. Jason Hops as the old veteran, Robarth Mirax, a dragonborn warlock with a mysterious patron. Jerry Evans as an affable historian, the halfling bard, Roscoe Suitfoot. And Ashley McLean as the carefree but determined Ottervoke Samurai, Margo. Hosted by Eli Royal, join us on a tale of a world still recovering from a great war that changed everything. Hello, you are listening to Prismatic Guard, a We Play RPGs podcast. I am Eli, best known for tormenting my friends. And I am joined by... Hi, I'm Abby, and I play Flint, and I'm very nervous right now. I'm Jason, and I play Rovarth Mirax, and I have plans. My name is Jerry, and I play Roscoe Suitfoot, and everything's fine. Stop panicking. Calm down. Mashley, and I play Margot. Panic. And this episode like many episodes, is brought to you by Metallic Dice Games. Uh, Metallic Dice Games, as the name suggests, sells dice, but they also sell dice towers and dice trays. Uh, Abby has one of the dice trays. They're collapsible, and they use magnets to kind of hold together. It's not really magnets, more like snaps. Oh. And Ashley is currently using a one of their dice towers, which does use magnets. It's so nice. I'm really bad at rolling. <laughs> this helps it. <laughs> and uh, you can get your own set of dice. Um, I love my amethyst dice. And they usually treat me pretty well. And you can get a set of your own at MetallicDiceGames.com and use the coupon code PLAYITFORWARD for 10% off your entire order. And another one of our sponsors is Found Familiar Coffee. They sell very, very good coffee. And all of it has D&D-themed names with fantasy artwork, and the artist is credited. And the average bag is like $16, $17, but it's almost a pound of coffee. And if you go to foundfamiliar.com slash playitforward, you get 10% off your entire order. And this episode is also brought to you by me. If you go to royalartsandprops.com, follow the support us link and go to Etsy, you can put in the coupon code LISTENER for 10% off your entire order. And uh, last time, a Tarasque opened its eyes at you. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> Poke it. No. No. Flint's <laughs> <laughs> not going to do that because he doesn't want to die. Jump into its eye and begin carving out its what flesh is, from the ew. inside. What is? No. No. Yes. Oh. Fucking Drax logic there. <laughs> um, what is everyone's initial response starting with Flint? Uh, Flint pulls his hand away, backs up. When the eye opens, he's just kind of. Uh, staring at it for a while then he just starts backing up slowly until he just you know breaks it should be run. stated that this eye is about 
This eye is probably 78 inches tall. Oh, God, it's bigger than him. Uh, which is like six and a half feet. Mm-hmm. It's bigger than Flint. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Uh, Margo, what is your initial reaction? <laughs> I want to say that she tries and jumps into someone's arms, <laughs> but she's too small. <laughs> so she grabs onto Robar's leg. Oh my god, what All is right. it? Uh, Roscoe, what is your immediate two second reaction? Immediate reaction is Roscoe jumps back, caught off guard. All right, and Rovarth. I drop my sword and just stare at it, frozen in fear. All right. Um, the eye is unfocused, and it blinks a few times, and it starts to focus, and then the entire cave starts to rumble. Oh, no. Good sirs and lady, I think we have overstayed our welcome. It's time to go. We need to warn oh, the shit. town. I need everyone to make athletics checks. Okay. Oh, God. oh no, I'm bad at those. All right, let's see here. Uh, because this cave is starting to collapse. What the? F- mm. All right. What? Why do I have a negative one? Are you? Because you're not your strong. Strength is an eight. It's okay. I got fourteen. Yay. <laughs> Flint get. I got an 11. Alright. And I got an 11. Nine. Alright. Margo is the only one to succeed. Mm Mm-hmm. All of you make it out of this cave, but Margo is the only one to take half damage from the various rocks and debris and things that are tumbling down on top of you. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, so Margo will take nine damage, and everyone else will take 19. Okay. Ow. Um, and what you guys see as you get out of these caves, and like I said, the caves are to the west, so they're further from the coast than the town is, um, but it's also only like a 20-minute walk. For us. <laughs> yeah, for you guys. <laughs> Which means it's faster. Yeah, that's... It's not super fast. It's got a big gate, though. Um, Yeah. That that I've just sent is basically what it looks like. Hmm. Oh, oh he's so cute. All right. I know that's not how it really looks, but it's really cute. It's <laughs> <laughs> just is that but bigger. No, I mean, that's basically it. Oh, okay, it. well, then it's adorable. Um, Yeah, it's this... It's got these... Uh, this thick body and uh, like monitor lizard like head. Um, it's almost bipedal, but it's it's massive tail is used to balance it out. And its back is covered in these spikes running from the back of its head all the way down to the end of its tail. And you guys watch as this thing stretches almost, but it like lifts its head straight up into the air and but it lifts its head up into the air and it sniffs the air you think it's kind of hard to tell this thing is like 
50, 60 feet tall. Um, this is quite literally the largest creature any of you have ever seen. Um, and it just starts walking towards the town. Oh, no, no. We gotta get to the town and warn them. Oh, God. What do you do? <laughs> Can I, we use sending, like, to send a message to the mayor and tell her the Trask was asleep, get out of, get everyone out of town or something? Or would that not work? No, I mean, that's exactly what the sending spell is for. You send a message to someone. Okay. Flint pulls out his little doodad to this little sending spell doodad. He, he's seen the mayor. He goes, the Trask was asleep. It woke up. No, that's not it. That's bad. That's bad. The tremors were the tremors were oh, the trask. It's already started. Up. I'm counting it. Yep. Okay. The tremors were the trask waking up. You need to get everyone out of town now. All right. That's twenty three words. Sweet. And what do you guys do? How close is it to us? Maybe a hundred feet. Okay. I'm going to do the stupid thing. <laughs> okay. I'm going to try to get within range of it is what I'm going to try and do, which means I need to be within 60 feet. Uh, use this new spell that I just learned that will probably fail. I mean, it's only 100 feet yeah, away from Yeah, but it's a 60 right foot now. range for the spell and I can only move 30 feet. Mm. Is my speed. Okay. I mean, like I said, it's not, well, it's a lot slower than you would expect it to be for its size. Well, in that case, I will yell at Roscoe that we need to slow this thing down, and I will dash 60 feet closer to the thing. Okay. I don't... Okay. I don't know... Uh, Margo. How to make something that large stop, so I'm just gonna yell at Roscoe and Robarth to see what the plan is. Are you following or are you just yelling? Following. Okay. Yeah, I'm running with them. Um, the Tarrasque is now effectively on top of you. Uh, it does not seem to have really noticed you. Rovarf, please keep us in the loop. I'm going to try and turn it to stone. Okay. Because I, I know this is bad, but Rovarf doesn't. So I'm going to use this new spell I have called Flesh to Stone. Uh, so it has to make a constitution saving throw, or begin to be turned to stone. It will probably succeed, for various reasons. Um, what is the DC? Uh, 18. Alright, well it barely succeeds with a 27. Yep, it's got advantage and it has a plus 10 to its rolls. Woo, there goes my new yeah. Mystic Arcanum. So you, you <laughs> cast this spell, and the magic wafts over it and then just yeah. dissipates. And with that, R Rovarth just steps back and just, just like, oh no. Flint, what do you do? Uh, This thing is now only like 60 feet away. Uh, Rovarth cast a spell and the thing just ignored it. Oh god. Mm. Uh, can I get out of First the way? First instinct, best instinct. 
His first instinct is to run to the side, get out of this thing's path. Okay. Are you going to use, are you going to double move or just move? Double move. Okay. Uh, Roscoe. My first instinct is to get my character sheet working again. <laughs> Roscoe sees that Flint has no idea and Rovarf's attempt to cast the stone has not worked. Roscoe sighs and goes, prepared to potentially run. Actually, no, I can't do what I'm about to do because Rovarf's right there. Darn it. Um, I'm actually, well, Rovarf, what were you going to try to do? Shatter. Shatter? Oh, man, you can cast Shatter and hit... This thing's so big. Like, Shatter is a a 20-foot radius, and this thing is 50 feet tall. So if you target it as its head, you won't hit any of your allies. I will target it with a level 5 Shatter. All right. So (laughs) it will be... um... Constitution saving throw, so it'll probably make it, but it'll still take half. Oh, that is true. So six DC sixteen. Uh, all right, it got a thirty. I figured. So let me do this roll. All right. So it will be five D eight. I need to get more D eight. <laughs> I've got a ton. You can have. It will take eleven. All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It will take. 16. And is that half? Yes. Okay. So that leaves him with 660. That's fine. I was just trying to get its attention away from the town. Um. Well, you, you do this. There's this thunderous boom right in front of its face. And it, like, its head jerks a little bit. And it blinks and looks around. And, um takes a swipe at you uh, with one of its big giant claws. Oh goody, my character sheet pops up just in time to lose hit points. Yep. Does a 33 <laughs> hit you? You Jesus. just um, I'm just going to let you know, you barely hit me. <laughs> uh, for 23 slashing damage. As it kind of rears back and swipes at you, and Margot Rovarth, you two dive out of the way. And Roscoe, you do too, but ultimately as it gouges into the earth next to you, uh, you are sent tumbling. Can you say how much how much damage was it again? 23. Thank you. I'm still up. Uh, Margot. I still don't know what to do with this thing. I don't want to attack it. First instinct, best instinct. Just keep running with them so I don't cause it to get more pissed. She's going to yep. keep up with us. She's keeping up. Okay. Uh, um, it is going to move out of everyone's threatened range if you wanted to uh, make an opportunity attack. Uh, so, I mean, are you guys... What is your plan right now? Because all of you know you can't stop this thing. Yeah. Well, I thought that maybe someone would go to the town and be like, yo, get the hell out. I just sent a message saying that. While we delay it so they can evacuate. Yeah, but they may not believe you. You may have to go there in person. Yeah, I mean, you guys can run this thing. Okay. I mean, yep. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not moving very fast. It's pretty leisurely. <laughs> okay, so it's just taking its sweet time. Um, if you will allow me, I do heal for twenty hit points. Yeah, sure. <laughs> All right, everybody, make um athletics checks for me. Uh, Margo, what'd you get? A negative one. Flint. Flint's got a fifteen. Uh, Roscoe. Fourteen. And Rovarth. Eighteen. Uh, Margo, you take one level of exhaustion. What does that uh, mean? Means that uh, you have disadvantage on all of your attack rolls and saves. Okay. Yeah. Or on ability checks, sorry. Not on. You said ability checks? Yes. Okay. All right. So on the way to town, you said what? I'll just teleport. Dimension door? 500 feet. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you teleport in. Mm-hmm. And uh, the townsfolk are definitely concerned, but they don't seem to really understand what's going on. I'm going to... You said there's like megaphones or yeah. things that amplify sound. I'm going to grab the nearest one. Okay. And then I'm going to use... Uh, how does this work? Hold on. I'm going to basically explain to them... There's a giant, horrible monster coming into the town, and I have no way of dealing with it, so we need to get you out of here now before it gets here. The Tarask has apparently not dead, and it has awoken. Okay. Uh, go ahead and make a persuasion check. Because they're going to believe you. Yeah, this I is just a matter of whether or not they panic. Don't panic. <laughs> Oh, ooh, natural 20. So that is a 23. Okay. Um, people start, like, rushing into their homes to collect things, and someone near the edge of town yells out that they see it. Mm-hmm. And that makes everybody kind of decide, yeah, maybe we don't need this stuff. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and everybody just starts fleeing to the south. Um, and the rest of you get there in time to help people you know, load carts up because, like, they have horses and things like that. Um, and the... You guys watch as the Tarask arrives at this town. And, again, it's not on this... It's not like, I'm angry. It's just walking. Um, but it does start just, like, picking up food carts and eating them whole. Uh-huh. Um, or ripping the roof off of a building. And like as it's ripping a building apart to get into what is inside of it, it is just shoving the wooden stone into its mouth. Okay. Uh, and it takes maybe 20 minutes before it just starts walking on. Uh, and it's, it's going east this whole time. What's east? The sea. Ocean. Oh, he's just oh. trying to go in the water. Um, uh, and the mayor says, uh, by the gods, it's amazing that you were able to warn us in time. Oh, no. There, there are five more towns what? before it reaches the ocean. What? Oh, no. Wash, rinse, repeat. 
Okay. And the historian Raquel goes, um, I, I never would have thought that it was true. Or I hoped it wasn't true. Unfortunately, we verified it is. Now it's our responsibility. Well, do you, do you think you could put it back to sleep? If there's magic left in the song that was supposed to keep it to sleep. Hold on. And she rushes away, and when she comes back, she goes, I mean, this is the the chord sheet. Yes. Roscoe accepts it, examines it. Um, I can do my best. Um, and the mayor goes, uh, here, here are some horses. You'll have to ride pretty hard. Roscoe just nods and goes, we will do what must be done. So, you'll be able to catch up with it. Okay. And Roscoe, if you want to try, you can make a uh, performance check. I will make that performance check. 21. All right. Um, the rest of you have run up and are helping to evacuate this town. Um, and because you're, I imagine your plan was, hey, we don't know if Roscoe is going to be able to put this thing to sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we guess. should, we should be evacuating the town. And when it gets here, we'll try and put it to sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a much, mm-hmm. yeah. And Roscoe, you start playing, and, um, well, what did you roll to get a 21? You mean on to die? Yeah. 15. Okay. I was wondering if I had to adjust a save or adjust the DC. You, you play this song, and the rest of you can feel the magic in this song, because it is a lullaby. It's, it's just supposed to calm. And the Tarrasque kind of slows a little bit and wavers just a tad and then kind of shakes its head and goes about ripping the town apart for food. He's getting sleepy, though. Something's not working. What if the, what if the spell needs a flute, specifically? What if... Out of character, can I have Roscoe make a... History check? Because I remember you saying it. You, it's a sped-up version of a different tune. Can I have him make a certain check to f- be able to try to figure out how it might have been originally played? Yeah. What check would that be? An intelligence or performance? Mm, I think history would work. History. Wow. Um, yeah, because you still 25. might five twenty five. Yeah, you're pretty okay. sure that you had the key. Like, it's not that the song doesn't work. Okay. It's that, like, what you know, because of the way that your magic works, is that there just wasn't quite enough magic in there. Okay. Um, but you also know that that's not all the magic that you have. Right. You know, it's not like you did the best you possibly could and it didn't work. You did a really fucking good job and it didn't work. Um, You you were confident that you have more options, but you're also pretty sure that you weren't playing it in the right key. Okay. Um, And you're pretty confident you have the right key now. 
Okay. Um, but if you guys ride to the next town, I need you to make constitution saves. Okay. I have advantage on this. I have the feet, I think. Nice. Uh, then let's start with Flint. Flint got a six. Okay. Margo. Do I roll less with this one? Constitution save? A disadvantage? What do you mean less? Do I... No, the exhaustion. Okay. Uh, no, that affects ability checks, not saves. Oh, okay. Um, nine. Okay. Roscoe. Thirteen. And Rovarth. Uh, thank God for advantage. Uh, thirteen. Okay. Um, Roscoe and Rovarth, you're fine. Margot, you take another level of exhaustion. Mm. And Flint, take a level of exhaustion. Okay. And uh, what this means is that, uh, you know, Flint, you have disadvantage on ability checks, and Margo, your speed is halved. You're on a horse, so it's not really going to come into effect. Okay. But basically, you guys are riding hard. If, if you were riding any harder, you would have killed these animals. Mm. But so far, the Tarrasque has not killed anybody. Yay for uh, miracles. And we are we come to the next town. Uh, they are inclined to believe you. <laughs> so, um, Roscoe, go ahead and roll performance. Twenty-two. All right. Again, it's it's just shy. And but you know you almost had it. The tune is right, and you almost had the right amount of match, the right emotion into the song. Um, because it is, it does slow, like it stops eating, and just kind of sits there for a second. Uh, but then it continues on its way. Roscoe gets seemingly frustrated going, I had the cord. I had it. I'll, on our way to the next town, I'll ask Roscoe if they have a verse of power that would assist them in this. Because I've seen them do that. Uh, Roscoe, you know that there isn't. Um, Tarasks are a, a whole different thing than like a bear. Yeah, Roscoe just shakes his head and goes... This is beyond, Tarask is beyond most of my abilities, if not all my abilities. Um, and actually, everybody make, everybody make Arcana checks real quick. I get special. Arcana. Okay. Uh, Flint. 19. Okay. Margo. Three. <laughs> All right. Roscoe. 11. And Rovarth. 21. Um, Roscoe, you don't know really anything about Tarasks other than they are giant, they can eat anything, and they are supposedly unstoppable. Uh, Flint and Rovarth, you know that they are not necessarily unstoppable. They're not supposed to be immortal, um, but... They cannot be poisoned. 
They are completely immune to non-magical damage and fire. Um, their intelligence level is below that of your average dog. Uh, they speak no languages. They understand no languages. Um, they are resistant to magic. And in fact, spells that like Flint's lightning bolt or firebolt spell or the Eldritch Blast spell, mm-hmm. it is completely unaffected by. And sometimes, like for instance, if Flint were to hit it with a lightning bolt, there is a chance that that lightning bolt would reflect back on Flint. Yeah. Let's not do that. And obviously they are terrifyingly massive creatures that are known to... um, It is not unheard of for them to pick up, say, a hill giant or an ogre and just swallow them whole. But if you guys move on to the next town, I need you to make constitution saves. Oh, please be good. Oh, thank Jesus. Oh, no. Ah. Oh, no. Flint. Flint got a 16. Nice. Margo. I got a 10. Roscoe. 13. And Rovarth. I got a 2 and a 1, so it's a total of 3. Rovarth, take level of exhaustion. Mm -hmm. And Margo... You have another level of exhaustion. <laughs> so what that means, because you have three levels, mm-hmm. is uh, uh, in addition to the other two things, you have disadvantage on attack rolls and saving throws. Oh my god. Okay. And uh, this town is going to need to be convinced. Okay. Marge takes a deep breath and goes, We have been to several towns before you. We have seen the destruction. I have tried to stop the beast. Look at me and know when I tell you. It's going to come. It's going to eat your town. If you stay here, it might possibly stomp on you or eat you, and your death will not be pleasant. Now, do you want to risk that we're lying to you and we're just crazy and maniacal and stay here and die? Or do you want to believe the warnings we are giving you and save you and your loved ones' lives right now? Roll persuasion. I'm guessing, I would say I'm guessing that's persuasion. Yes. Hey, everybody. It's Eli. Sorry to interrupt the action on this episode of Prismatic Guard, but... If you really love the world that we've crafted for you, if you really love our characters and the monsters and the NPCs, well, you now have the chance to play in that world. We have a Kickstarter for this world, Ildar, the World of Dragons, And if you go to weplayrpgs.com, click at the top of the page, support the show, you will see a link for the Kickstarter. And A, you can help us make this setting a reality, but B, you can get your hands on a copy of the world setting. Everyone involved in the project, uh, Roscoe, Margot, Flint, Rovarth, they are all playing original classes or subclasses for this setting. 
and you have the chance to look through all the other awesome things we have. So go ahead and head to weplayrpgs.com, top of the page, support the show, and follow that link to the Kickstarter. And if you can help us out, that would be amazing. If you can't, go ahead and just share it for us. All right, get back to the action. That is a 25. Yeah. The town leadership is like, I don't know. And everybody else is just like, yeah, we lose nothing by just leaving for an hour. <laughs> like, we could stay and maybe die, or we could leave for an hour and either nothing happens or we live. Mm-hmm. Checks out. Um, And just like the towns before, the Tarrasque arrives, and as it is ripping this town apart and just eating entire buildings, uh, Roscoe is up. At least I keep rolling good. At least I keep rolling good. That's a 23. All right. This time, you know you got it. Because... It opens its mouth, and you know how snakes yawn, where, like, their jaw, one side dislocates, and then the other side, and then it comes back in? That's what it looks like, uh, just with a mouth big enough to swallow a Clydesdale whole. Then it crouches down, and it just lays down in in, in the middle of this town. And goes to sleep. Oh, <laughs> wow! He's so cute. Even though it destroyed a bunch of towns, but he's so cute. Now that he's sleeping. Um, and the 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 elder council for this town goes, what? <laughs> what the hell do we do with it now? Not my problem. <laughs> I won't. <laughs> that was that was me as a person. Oh my can God. can we kill it? No. 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 Do you want to risk waking it up again? If it was killable, we would have done that. That is a good point. Roscoe sighs and goes, "You keep it asleep. You just played a song. Find the best bards in the land." Give him that uh, sheet music that my friend has just played and uh, try and keep it asleep. I suppose that is all we can do. It is all you can do, but the burden should not be just your towns. All the towns are at risk. All your towns should find the best bards, learn the song, do their part. Well, thank you. The buildings are lost, but they can be rebuilt away from the Tarrasque. Hey, you could make one big festival about it, like the, the festival of pipes that that one town had, but, you know, expand it to all and your towns. And make it so the song isn't, you know, is a lullaby, not boisterous. And a... Um, make sure you keep to the original. This Dragonborn, uh, one of the townsfolk, says, uh, also, you know, have people come in, get a woodcutting made of them with the Tarrasque. <laughs> Good tourist. You can call it a Tarasca raid. <laughs> <laughs> it's good for the Tarascism. Do you have? Do you have skill in calligraphy? 
Uh... Quick caricature next to the <laughs> Tarask. Yeah. <laughs> so done. <laughs> Portraits where it didn't happen. <laughs> exactly um, how much area did we cover? Uh, enough that Marco needs a nap. Yeah, it, it's it's been almost 30 miles. Jeez. Yeah. Because I about to say, we, left, we need to go back because we left Yodorik, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's good to go back just to report. Yeah, but you don't have to rush. <laughs> no, I didn't even have to rush. I was just It just occurred to me, that's all. Yeah, it takes... We slowly ride. <laughs> you do rush a little bit, um, so it will take you know, the better part of three days to get back. And you get back and the townsfolk are already in the process of rebuilding. I look for the mayor and historian. Yeah, you find them pretty easy. It took several towns, but the terrace rests again. That is an amazing feat. I'm sorry it took several towns, but no lives were lost. I could not imagine anybody being able to put the, put the beast to sleep before it had destroyed everything in its path. Without you, more towns would have been lost and certainly more lives. I'm glad I was able to help. So, what now? For the Tarask? You just have to keep it... You and the rest of the towns will just have to keep it asleep. Playing it the way I have played it. I will gladly teach. Of course. I suppose we should... Make some more permanent records to make sure that uh, people do not forget that the beast is there. Eventually, the land will grow up around it. Roscoe nods. Reality sometimes becomes legend. This is one of those stories where it must always remain reality. Oh, I missed the opportunity to make the terrace do that thing that uh, bearded dragons do in sand. What do they do? Oh, they lay down flat and they shake their bodies until the sand moves over them. Oh, that's so cute. It would just been really hilarious for the dress to do that. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been funny. Just shimmies until it buries itself in the ground. <laughs> Elric comes up and he goes, Yeah, I'd like to get to my friend's place as quickly as possible because, no offense, but... You're all fucking insane. Oh, we're insane. I Flinch just starts snorting because he remembers how the circus was. We will get you on your way soon enough once we have rested up. Yeah, Margo, it'll, it'll take a few days, but the exhaustion will go away. Yay. No more exhaustion for me. Yeah. Roscoe does check on Margo every day just to make sure she's recovering. It's like, how you doing? I'm doing good. I'm sleepy and need cuddles. You can sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Roscoe does pat her on the head at least. Margo takes that as a win. <laughs> yeah, it is pretty uneventful on your uh, trip to Gotham. G-O-T-I-M. Okay. Gotham. Uh, 
and you are meeting with a Luka Palovich, a mechanist friend of his, of Elric's. Okay. Um, and the city of Gotham is Gotham is almost unlike anything you've ever seen. Um, for one thing, the streets are not cobblestone. They're stone. What we, as in the world we live in, would understand as paved. Right. <laughs> and all of the buildings are this very artistic designs. Um, and you see a few machinations walking around. Uh, one of the buildings is being worked on, and you see a couple freight machinations, which are like the size of ogres. And they're just moving several tons of stone from one place to another. Uh, and Elric goes, Yeah, my buddy lives on the south end of town. He He's one of them mechanist types, you know, always messing with gears and stuff. I mean, they're certainly paving the way for the future. Lynch huh. is looking at one of these machinations walk by. Those things always creep me out. I'm like golems. They ain't alive. But they they look like they should be. I think it's cool. More alive than some. As you approach, the house that Elric leads you to is actually more of like a manor. Uh, it even has like a gated yard and everything big stone wall around it uh and elric pulls a cord and you you hear a series of bells um and this tube it's like a flanged tube uh in the wall next to the gate you hear uh a voice a very tinny echoey voice what do you want? Who is it? It's me, Elric. I need a place to lay low. Very well. Uh, and then eventually, a machination walks out of the house and opens the gate. And... Mm, let's see. I don't think any of you have seen a guard machination. So, everybody make history checks. Uh, Flint, you can All make right. it with advantage. I had a 12. Alright. Margo don't know shit. Nope. What about Flint? I got a 22. Nice. And Roscoe? 24. And Rovarth? Uh, I got a two. Two. Um, yeah, Margot and Rovarth, you're like, oh, yeah, it's a machination, whatever. Roscoe and Flint, you know, this is not a warrior machination. It's not nearly heavily armored enough, but its facial structure is also much more detailed uh, than any machination. You know, the way you're describing these, I just kind of imagine, like, their face looks like, you know, those uh, Venetian carnival masks. 
I can't bring that image into my head, so maybe. Uh, it's the white masks with the, um, with like the painted black lips. Oh, I'll, I'll pull no, up a no, picture no, no, and show you later. No, they don't. They look more like, um, they're just. They're, honestly, they're generally just eyes because they can't speak, uh, so they don't have mouths. And they can't think, so they don't have expressions. Uh, but this one has expressions. Like, it's it's not just, oh, you know, the face has been made to look like a face. It has seams in the metal. Uh, to allow for eyebrow movement. And you realize it has a mouth. And the most trippy thing for Flint and Roscoe especially is when it opens the gate, it says, please, this way. Hmm. Um, of course. All right. Roscoe looks a little caught off guard. <laughs> Flint's definitely caught off guard, but he's taking in Star like That is... Like, remember the crystal person? I think it's sort of like that, except this time the face is actually moving. Oh, the, so his like, face was starting to move as it went along, as he remembered what faces were. Oh, God. Yeah, because he was forming. <laughs> well, I mean, like, it's still weird for Flint, but, like, he just kind of thinks it's like, okay, it's like the, like the crystal person. Um, Yeah, you guys go into the house and he leads you to a study and there's a uh, very old gnomish man um, sitting in one of the chairs with a glass of whiskey and a cigar. Ah, Ilric, you have come with your friends. Yeah, this is my boy Flint and his uh, compadres. And uh, Luca goes X1234 uh, uh, one, two, seven. Go pr- prepare some drinks, whiskey, bourbon, tea. Any preferences? Tea is fine. Uh, tea would be quite nice. Thank you very much. Do some bourbon. Uh, I, okay. Just something? <laughs> That's weird. Offering guests drinks no, is no. weird. The uh, mechanical guy? Mechanation? X127. Yeah. Yes. That is its de- designation. Okay. I'll take a tea. Very well. Margo's cut off guard at the speaking. Yeah. Ah, yes. Uh, that is something I've been working on. You see... X-127 is a new design of Mechanation that I've been working on for years. It is my life's work. Because X-27 not only follow complex designs, which before such a thing was only ever possible by the most skilled mechanists, and the cost, what the cost you could never commercialize them. It's the same with speech. But... I have been working to simplify the process. And X127, experiment 127, 
shows the most promise. Hmm. A mechanical servant that doesn't... is capable of complex thought. Requires very little sleep. Does not require food. Or oxygen. Or water. Could work almost indefinitely. It would revolutionize every industry. Oh, how I feel about that. X127, you understand your current orders? Yes. Dr. Palovich. Then go. And it turns and walks away. Eventually, we may even be able to apply its complex thought to more expensive machinations, your warrior or assassin machinations. We'd never have to risk another real life at war again. Uh. Well, that sounds like a great uh, invention, provided nothing goes wrong. Like what? Oh, uh, well, how, how are, I, Rovarth's an idiot, so Rovarth's just going to say, like, if one of your enemies managed to, I don't know, control them somehow. Hmm. Mm, I mean, I suppose that's possible, but you could say the same thing about, say, a catapult. A catapult can't move on its own. A catapult is not able to have thought. That's true. What? But I will say from my own personal experience in the war, most soldiers are very easily bought. <clears throat> Conviction is not something soldiers are known for. I'm just going to get really pouty and keep my mouth shut. <laughs> with all due respect, I have interviewed quite a few soldiers who would disagree with such an assessment. No, I'm sure they were. No one ever wants to admit to their own failings. Even poutier. <laughs> Flint's just thinking like, then he starts thinking out loud. What if the thought, um, um, the ability to think turns into emotion? What would happen then? No, you just smelt it down and make a new one. What? That seems awfully like murder yeah. at that point. They're not real. They don't have souls. They're machines. What gives you the... Ugh, I can't word that. Never mind. What gives me the right to make that decision is that I'm the one who made it. Well, when so something starts having emotions, it's no longer yours. They are them. Tell that to the gods. Okay. They don't owe I will. anyone. Any of the gods could just as easily decide to kill you and remake you. By their perspective, you, we, aren't really alive. So you compare yourself to a god? In this very specific instance, yes. Hmm. Hmm. You can see, if anybody's looking at Roscoe, you can see Roscoe's heated up for a debate and then shakes his head at the main chance and goes... We could debate all night and not persuade anyone in this room of any different than how they feel. Our purpose of coming here tonight was to see if we could shelter, apparently, uh, your friend. It'd be a stretch to call him mine. 
Yes. I would be happy to have Elric here. In fact, I believe you'd be able to help me. How has your side project been going? The, um, explosives? Side project? Well, the guns. it got me into a little bit of trouble northways. Hmm. I imagine it would. He got kidnapped by the UN Empire. Oh. Well, you'll certainly be safe here. We certainly hope so. We've brought him a long way to, just for that very purpose. And hopefully he'll stay out of trouble while he's here. <laughs> um, Luca says, uh, I'm sure I can keep him occupied. Now, is there any questions I can answer for you? You are my guests, after all. And uh, X-127 comes back in and hands everybody... Uh, their glasses and says uh, cream and sugar are on the table. Thank you very much. Your service is appreciated. Thank you. And uh, Don't thank the robot anyway. What? <laughs> Luca, it's called being polite. Luca just shakes the ice <laughs> in his glass and X-127 walks over, takes the glass, refills it, adds a couple of fresh cubes and hands it back to him. This all feels so wrong. Saying that as a person, not as Margot. <laughs> uh. All right. So, I mean, did you guys have any questions for him? No. Maybe just nearest nearest lodging, because we're not going to leave that very night. <laughs> You're welcome to stay here. Where are you going, if I may ask? The Whispering Mountains. It's an interesting choice. Well, it's not really a choice. Interesting choice can lead to interesting adventures. We seem to stumble upon them quite often. Very fair. But if you are willing to house us for the night, I see no reason to object. Oh, of course. And also, if you have the coin, I believe... There's a wizard in town with a teleportation circle. It is a five-day journey to the edge of the mountain range. I appreciate that information very much. Of course. All right. Um. Do we do we get separate rooms? One big room, or how does this work? He, he has separate rooms for you. That's awesome. I don't have to cuddle with Margot once more. <laughs> She's just cuddling with Flint. Yeah, I'm about to say you get to cuddle with yes. Flint. You're you're just fine. <laughs> you're cuddle buddies, cuddle companions. Flint is a heater. Margot likes likes heat. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that heat. <laughs> Flint sleeps. Like they fall asleep. Flint's on the bed. Margot's on the other side, and Flint just wakes up. Margot's just laying across his chest, and he has a hard time breathing. Oh. Hey, it's me. She's like a life. very heavy cat. <laughs> um, all right. So in the morning, you guys, it's not hard to find the wizard. Because uh, I have a circle. Where would you like to go? The Whispering Mountains. Well, that's about. A hundred miles of mountain range. Could you be a bit more specific? Uh, 
There was a temple. Hang on. In the eastern edge, I want to say. Yeah, eastern edge uh, of the Whispering Mountains. Well, one moment. And they go and they get this map. And they go, mm, yes. Yes, I believe there's a temple to Jack Donna in this general area. That's it. That's where mm-hmm. we're going. Oh. That is exactly where we're going. All right. That'll be 1,000 gold. Is that 1,000 gold for everyone or per person? For everyone. Okay. Uh, looking at the funds on the Prismatic Guard loot sheet, uh, we have that. Okay. Unless Jason Do did it. math wrong. No, I did math correct. <laughs> Do not question the math. The question is, as long as you deducted all of our fancy magic items that I've spent money on. I did. Okay, then it's correct. Okay. All right. Because I triple checked it. So. Yeah, you pay them and they uh, cast the magic. They tell you guys to group up. And uh, in an instant flash of light and you are inside a temple. Well, That's cool. that spell was worth the money. Wow. And um, this acolyte says, um, oh, I wasn't expecting anyone today. Jack Donna herself sent us. Hmm. Um, come this way. And he leads you to a, uh, like a waiting room. He says, one moment. And it's not five minutes before this very, very old priest, priestess, hard to tell. Uh, you, you know when somebody like gets so old, they are no longer presenting any sort of traditional gender mm-hmm. <laughs> markings? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's this person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they say, uh, hello, my name is Elka. And yes, you have been sent to me this way. Okay. And uh, they very, very, very slowly lead you to uh, this like meditation room. And uh, they motion, sit, this will not take much time. Yes, ma'am. And they uh, they light some incense, and with much creaking and popping, sit down <laughs> on one of the cushions oh. on the floor. I have, oh, I am concerned. And they say, uh, close your eyes and focus on breathing in and out. Your goal is calm. And she starts saying this prayer. And um, you... The room feels colder. Not uncomfortably so, but just cooler. Mm -hmm. And when you all open your eyes, you are at the top of a lighthouse. Uh. And there is a uh, human woman, maybe in her 60s, sitting at a desk. And she says... Huh. Good. 
For the two I have yet to have met, my name is Jack Donna. Pleasure. And this episode is over. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so upset. I want to be fun. You, uh, you got some pluggables? Yep. Um, I have a Twitter, an Instagram, and a TikTok. All are elvenly underscore E if you want to hear me uh, scream about the plot hooks Eli leaves. <laughs> have a good day. <laughs> I have a YouTube channel that's Aerosol Prime, E-R-A-S-Y-L space P-R-I-M-E, where I record various RPG-related Let's Plays and myself playing them, obviously. Um, yeah, yeah, that's it. Hello, my name is Jerry Evans. Thank you for listening to our podcast. You can find me on Twitter at Jerry's underscore Jer, and on Instagram at Jerry Jerry Quite Contrary. And I also speak about pro wrestling at VoicesOfWrestling.com under the name of Jerry Evans. Thank you, and have a good evening. I'm Ashley. You can find me on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter under AmCosplayQueen. Um, doing various things on there, trying not to be upset about being left on cliffhangers. <laughs> oh my goodness. <sighs> and I am Eli Royal. And if you also enjoy dangling your friends at a cliff and saying, Long live the king! Then you can find me online at royalartisanprops.com And you can find our sound engineer, Jay Booth, at the Ludiverse Podcast and at the Asundered World Podcast. Anyway, bye. Bye. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to this part of our tale, Traveler. Please, remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever fine pods are cast. You can find us online at WePlayRPGs.com, on Facebook and Twitter at WePlayRPGs, and on Patreon at WePlayRPGs Podcast. Your patronage is what keeps this podcast alive.